life that you did not create for yourself and now you're looking to leap from sitting back and letting life happen into you driving your own life to success. The path to a successful and wholesome life used to be a long and binding journey and usually someone else's, especially if you are a recent graduate or did not have any clue where to start. Hi and welcome to the Unique Podcast. I'm your host Anushka and in each episode of the Unique Podcast, we uncover what makes you you and we dive deep into topics that no one told you about. Each episode is defined and designed to help you identify who you are and show you who you want to become regardless of whose steps you've been following. Every week we invite fascinating impact-driven guests whether it be CEOs, coaches or world-renowned athletes who will provide you with science-based actionable strategies for greater productivity, certainty, fulfillment, success, healthy relationships, the art of change, and finding meaningful work. Are you ready to change your life? Welcome, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Niku podcast. Just like always, I am super grateful to have you back in here with me. And I'm your host, Anushka. And over here, we talk about all things unique. So in today's episode, I wanted to talk about this thing that's been on my mind where I was thinking about when is it that we start thinking that we're not unique? I mean, at what point of our lives do we blend in in the crowd and we sort of just let ourselves become become non-unique i mean we start feeling that there's nothing special about us we start comparing ourselves to people and we don't feel so special anymore so thinking back to i mean honestly as a kid i was thinking of the dreams i had and what did i want to be when i grew up because i mean as a 22 year old i've been doing some self-reflection thinking about where do i want to be so i naturally went back into thinking where did I want to be when I was a kid? So I asked my mom that, did I ever have a dream? Did I ever want to be something? Like where? Like when you used to ask me, when, what do you want to be when I grow up? What answer did I give to you, right? So I asked my mom that question. And she said, I, I don't think you want to know. So I was like, I'm pretty sure I want to know because it might help me figure out what I want to do with my life right now. And asking her that the answer i got was she said you wanted to be an ice cream man emphasis on man over here first of all so it was quite funny to me and i started thinking that wow a lot of the people i know in fact all the kids that we ever talked to have these absurd dreams everyone wants to be either a mango seller a ice cream man an astronaut a doctor a lawyer like there's so many things that people kids are dreaming about what they want to be when they grow up and they don't care how stupid the answer sounds to an adult person they don't care how much hard work it might take to be an astronaut they don't care how uh, much income you might earn out of that dream like how how um viable is it financially right so ice cream man sounded like a perfectly viable perfectly okay answer to me as a kid back then and then slowly suddenly something happened maybe i got adjusted to the environment and i'm not gonna say if i'm grateful for that or not I'm, i think i'm pretty grateful that i got adjusted to the environment that i did not want to <laughs> just go into a career of being an ice cream man but anyway the idea here is that as a kid our dreams and hopes were never never limited by what the society expects of us, what what the traditional idea of success is, what 
how much income is a certain job going to bring we just wanted to go after anything that seemed fun or something interesting to us right something attractive to us naturally attractive and there was no bounds to it and the adults didn't care they thought that we'll get used to the environment and we'll forget about our crazy dreams and hopes right so the point over here is that the point the turning point in our lives where we started to realize that maybe those dreams are not so logical or they don't make sense long term is when we realize that being an ice cream man is not the traditional idea of success being a mango seller might not be the right idea of success or wanting to be an astronaut takes a lot more hard work than we think and maybe we start questioning whether we're capable of doing that so we settle for something less or we settle for something that we think we're capable of doing so i'm not saying go become an ice cream man what i'm trying to point out over here is that success has been painted as a traditional picture in our minds where we think that being successful is probably being retired by the age of 70 or 65 and working till then and saving our happiness for the last um success is probably attached to some sort of materialistic expensive assets that we own let's say we have the we when we were kids honestly or when we started to grow up we realized that this idea the society's idea of success is owning an expensive house owning an expensive car um living lavishly in terms of how we're our lifestyle is the kind of clothes we wear and stuff like that now i think i've described what success looks like in the society's eyes or in its traditional terms long enough but you get the point because you've been there and you're part of the same society and you know what picture of success i'm talking about it's this hazy blurry picture of cars and houses and richness right in terms of the money we have but here's the thing um what i'm trying to get at over here is that success is not such just a word but success could mean different things for different people and when that different is defined to your personal values and your personal goals that's when it becomes meaningful because when we're striving for success and when that success that picture what we're aiming for looks so hazy and so blurry we're not so motivated to go after it anymore i mean if i am pursuing let's say 10 years of studying right now let's say if i was in law school and i knew that to become a lawyer i'll need to go through all this different um education i'll need to get like pretty much go through a lot of hurdles and a lot of challenges and stuff and it would take a good 15 years of my life and of course i would want to have some kind of end goal in my mind like this is what i'm trying to be once i overcome all of these challenges and if that end goal just looks like a expensive house or a big house i might not be so driven to go after it anymore so here's why it's so important for different people to have different unique ideas of success is because it is the key motivator for what you're striving for and to have you keep going towards that goal if your success is not defined first of all you will never know when you've reached that success because just think about it right now where you are currently whatever position you're in whatever you're doing right now some 
years ago or some time ago this was your idea of success but you never wrote it down you never visualized it you never realized this is what success looks like so when it came to you it did not feel like success for example when i was in high school success to me could have been making to a good university and finding a program that i genuinely enjoy being in a program of study that i genuinely enjoy that could have been my personal definition of short-term success but as a high school student i never realized that's what success looks like because i was chasing for something much bigger and i reached it but i never got a chance to celebrate that success of being in a university that is word recognized or something that i enjoy so that idea goes missing we're not able to celebrate our many successes when we actually reach them and in turn this creates sort of a ripple effect where we're where we feel we've never been successful before and that feeling that feeling is enough to take away our self-confidence to make us trust ourselves less and to kind of question if we're ever going to be successful in our life because we're so busy chasing the idea of success the traditional idea of success which might not be attainable and it's just all fairy tales right so for example success to someone struggling to make ends meet would be having to place food on their plate at least twice or twice a day right like if um if there's someone who has been working super hard working three jobs a day success to them would be to be so financially secure that they only need to work two jobs a day now right whereas for you success could be just one having that one job to work because for you it's not about financial comfort it's about the kind of experience you're trying to gain so that is what i mean by success has a different definition to different people and it's so important to have a defined proper um kind of specific definition of success for yourself so that you know what you're aiming for second you're able to celebrate it when it comes to you third you always always have something to look forward to because you know where all of this is going and no hard work feels like hard work because that success that image of success it's so specific and intricate in your mind that you're okay putting in the work for it so first of all i'm going to give you some tips and steps as to how can you define your own definition or how can you find that personal definition of success and then you can customize it but please take the time to write this down if you can and make this as personalized as possible because once you have the personal definition of success i guarantee you you will feel more unique and you will feel more in touch with yourself and more motivated to go after your goals because you know what you're going after and it will have personal meaning to you what you're going after would not be what you think you should be going after what the society thinks you should be going after or what you think you should be what you thought you should be going after as a kid it will be based off of your current goals personalities and everything you've lived so far so first of all we're going to be talking about defining your value system so it's important to have a clear understanding of what your values are what is meaningful to you and in one of the previous episodes we actually have a whole episode talking about defining your value system where we talked about how to define and understand your values what matters the most to you and basically a value system is a system of principles 
based on what is most important to you and what is least important to you. It's sort of these rules and principles that you try to live by because they serve your personality and they kind of help you understand what you would like to prioritize in a situation, right? Um, understanding your values allows you to know what to eliminate and what to sort of have more of in your life. And this could be directly implemented to multiple areas, right? So let's say in a relationship, you value trust and honesty. You'll know what kind of people to look for. You'll know what kind of relationships are serving you, what kind of relationships are in alignment with your value system, and which ones are not, right? In terms of your career, let's say you value um, growth and stability. Is your current job more of helping you grow in terms of your skills and providing you some sort of stability as to you know that you can be in this job for long term? Or it makes you question whether you'll have this job the next day or not. So those could be your values in terms of career. Your values in your health. Do you really value... um, looks or do you value fitness a true physically fit body where you don't as much care about what your weight on the scale is but you definitely care about how your body feels or whether it's in a healthy state or not by being mindful of the kind of stuff you're eating so these are just a few examples of why it's important to know your value system because once you try to broaden it out to the different areas of your life you'll understand that all the actions you take should be aligned with your value system so that you're able to live a more authentic life which is unique to you right so that is step one for having a personal definition of success is figuring out your value system because this is going to form the basis and the framework for you to figure out what success looks like to you because you will know what you prioritize and what makes you feel like you what makes you unique is your value system right the next thing is setting goals for yourself so let's talk about it um it is important to write them in present so that it feels like you already have achieved them so this comes from an nlp practice nlp is neuro-linguistic programming which talks about the impact of language on your brain so When you set goals for yourself, we need to make sure that you do not use a future tense. You're not going to say, I wish to have this in my life. I wish to accomplish this. Um, You're going to say, I have this. Let's say, I wish to be at a certain weight. And that is a very small example. But let's say you're trying to lose weight and you're trying to be more healthy. And you say that, I want to be 10 pounds lighter or I want to lose 10 pounds instead of using the negative language of lose and instead of saying want to wish to will have should have could have you use it in present tense you say I am at a healthy weight I feel confident about my body I am already at my ideal weight even if you're not currently at your ideal weight and you write that down or you set that goal for yourself in present tense because that will allow your subconscious to feel that you already have it. And once you feel that, your body will make sure that you're pushing towards making that lie 
a reality because trust me our subconscious is not comfortable with lies it wants to make sure that everything you're telling yourself is a truth so even if in the moment it might be a lie your subconscious and your brain will work towards ensuring that it becomes true very very soon but when you say i want to lose weight i want to be at a certain stage in my career those wants your subconscious doesn't care about it because those are just wants right and it's okay with keeping them as wants so to ensure that your subconscious and your brain work hard enough to serve your goals is to first write them in present tense and get clear on what those goals should be right so making those goals real and believable now let's talk about goal setting because honestly i have tried multiple multiple ways of setting goals and how to make sure that i'm able to achieve those goals and what would keep happening with me is that i would set a goal i would be highly motivated to go after it in the beginning and then slowly that that feeling or that motivation would just go beep 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 it would go down and i wouldn't feel so motivated towards it anymore and as that motivation would go down i would just let that goal go i will make sure that i'll make an excuse i'll make sure that i convince myself that that goal wasn't that important any anyway or that goal wasn't that reasonable to achieve so i'll find the thousand excuses to not achieve that goal and it would be okay to not achieve that goal and slowly what ends up happening is that it creates this tumbling effect where if i'm not achieving goals time and again i sort of lose the self-confidence i sort of lose that confidence i have in myself to be able to achieve goals in the future and in turn i couldn't trust myself as someone who can achieve anything they want to or put my mind to something and get the goal or achieve something right so basically the idea here is that goal setting can be very very can be a very very difficult task because even though we are highly motivated when we're setting the goals something or the other happens and those goals don't feel that um relevant or motivating enough because the hard work starts kicking us in the butt and we feel like maybe this is not worth the effort maybe i shouldn't be going after this goal right so what what it takes for successful goal setting right and i have tried thousands of different frameworks and models out i've read like multiple books on goal setting and um i also listened to this podcast on goal setting and um a lot of them offer the same advice which says that try to make sure that the goal is something that truly is meaningful to you so we did cover that part of meaningful which was the value system but that wasn't enough for me because let's say um going back to the same example let's still keep health and losing weight as the same example health is truly very meaningful to me and it is one of my highest priorities and values but at the same time if i'm trying to be healthy if i'm trying to lose weight let's say what's what is not stopping me from going for or reaching for the next piece of chocolate if i feel like having chocolate or if i feel like having something that i know might not serve me i'm not saying chocolate is bad by the way you can have chocolate go ahead but 
um, let's say I've had 10 pieces of chocolate and I know that having the next one is not healthy for my body anymore. What is stopping me? That goal that I had in my mind that I want to be healthy, it seems like it's okay. Maybe I'll just work out and I'll lose all the calories I gain from this chocolate. So it's kind of that goal which is attainable but it doesn't seem so motivating anymore so after being through all of these different experiences after having failed multiple goals and letting my um momentary instincts guide me instead of letting that goal stay in my head i concluded that there's something more to successful goal setting and I came across this framework and it's worked out the best for me and it might work the best for you as well it's called smart goals so smart goals help you develop a clear idea of what you want to achieve and how to best do it so the clearer the vision the easier it is to see and feel the goal right and definitely accomplish it so what was missing in the goal setting before would be that i would have an idea of the outcome i want to achieve but i had no clue what process or routines or habits do i need to create in order to achieve those goals right so the goals were more action more outcome oriented than action oriented what that means is that um let's say for health i would set a goal that i want to be healthier Now, what does that even mean, right? Like that is a very vague goal, first of all. And it's very, very focused on the outcome. Healthy is an outcome. Feeling healthy, feeling good about my body, having a certain weight on the scale, having lost a certain amount of pounds only means an outcome. There's no process, no procedure, no actions involved with it, right? So this is one of the key things that SMART Goals addresses. So what what means um, what is the procedure for smart goals is that it is basically an acronym for um, S stands for specific M starts um, M stands for measurable A stands for attainable and R stands for relevant and then we have T which stands for timely so let's talk about each each of these components of smart goals and why how why and how do they really make goals attainable for us? So S is for specific. So setting specific goals means getting clearer on the details and making sure that you have a clear visual imagery of what the goal would look like or what is it that you're after. So specific means what do I want to achieve? Why do I want to achieve this? And kind of answering who is involved where does the goal take place? When will it happen? So you see all these different elements. Um, what do I want to achieve? Why do I want to achieve it? Who is involved? Where does the goal take place? And when will it happen? So it's kind of like the five W's. What, who, where, and when, and why kind of makes the goal very, very specific. It doesn't leave anything to the chances, right? Let me give an example. If... <clears throat> If I'm trying to be at a certain stage in my career, I cannot just say I want to level up or I want to move to the next level. I want to make sure that I'm clear on what do I want to achieve in my career. Is it a certain position, a certain title, or is it a certain skill, right? Why do I want to achieve? What is the personal meaning? So this takes us back to the value system, right? Why am I after this goal? Leveling up in the career means nothing. 
Why does this next position title mean something to me? Will it help me become more powerful? Will it help me feel more fulfilled? Will it help me contribute more to the projects or the environment or serve more people? What is the personal value of this goal to me and to my value system? Third, who is involved with this goal? What people or who are the stakeholders, right? Who will be key stakeholders in helping me achieve this goal? Is it my family having that sort of mental environment that supports who knows that Anushka is working towards this next goal, so she needs this space. So making sure that my environment in terms of who is aligned as well because is it also my peers at work who will know who will help me achieve this next position so who is sort of like kind of answering who all will be involved in helping me achieve this goal next is where does this goal take place so making this specific is very very important so where does this goal take place will i need to organize my environment at home in a way where I ensure that my work environment is organized and aligned to help me focus more on the kind of things I'm doing. So where does this goal take place? (laughs) Currently, because of COVID, we're working from home. So let's say my where is going to be my desk. I will ensure that my desk is organized, clean, and supports my mental environment, right? And when will it happen? How long do I have before achieving this goal? Let's say I only have six months because I know after six months, this might become irrelevant for me. So in those six months, I need to have this timeline set, right? So those are the elements of making it specific. Once the goal is specific, you'll know exactly what you're going after. Okay, let's move on to the M part of SMART. M stands for measurable. You need to be able to measure your goals because like I said before, like the example I gave you before, we don't know when we reached success just because we never put a measure on it, right? Um, So you need to know when you have achieved it. You need to ask yourself, how will I know when I have accomplished this goal? Is it by knowing or by having a certain kind of position? Is it by reaching a certain amount of or losing a certain amount of pounds on the scale? Is it by achieving a certain mark on a exam? So this might need a certain kind of um, materialistic attachment, I would say, because you're trying to measure some kind of tangible um, outcome. This could be intangible as well. If let's say your goal is to build up your communication skills, your measurement could be you're able to hold a conversation for longer than you could have before let's say right now you feel your energy has drained after five minutes of talking to someone right now your next measure of success becomes 10 minutes you're able to go for you're able to talk to someone for 10 minutes without feeling your energy has drained so that means an improvement in your communication skills so measurable means setting a very specific measure on when do you feel that goal has been achieved when do you feel that you have become successful at this goal and it is very important to allow yourself that feeling of accomplishment and that can only happen when you know exactly when you've accomplished something right okay i hope this one makes sense so next one is a in smart which means a is attainable so i am all for being limitless and 
achieving anything you want to in life but sometimes or in fact a lot of the times we need to have this self-reflection mode where we know whether the goal we're setting for ourselves are attainable or not are the goals so a stands for attainable attainable goals are goals that are within your reach ask yourself how can i achieve this goals goal right so attainable is not just you assessing your true potential or going like wait i have never done this before i will never be able to um make this mark in my life let's say you are currently getting 40 out of 100 in your term tests or your tests and you're you're aiming for like a 80 on the exam that is a very fair goal that is attainable right if you put in the hard work if you put in the work it is definitely attainable i'm not saying you assess your true potential based off of your past um actions what attainable means is that let's say you've been getting a 40 so far and you set a goal that on the final course you want to end up with a 90 now that is not attainable because your exam is only worth 20% of your mark. That is not an attainable goal. And you're sort of chasing the outcome instead of chasing your actions and what is within your reach. So attainable goals mean that what is logically and realistically possible. Having a 40 on your term test before and aiming for an 80 on the exam is an attainable goal but having 40 in the term tests before and now aiming for a 19 the whole course is not an attainable attainable goal because that is simply not possible logically right so making sure your goals make logic sense logical sense and they are attainable and within your reach because if you don't set your eyes on something attainable and then you fail it like I said before, you put your self-confidence at risk, which in turn makes you question whether you can trust yourself or not. And if you can't trust yourself, then who can you trust? And can anyone else trust you, right? So making sure you maintain and respect yourself enough to make sh- to set goals that are attainable. Okay, R stands for relevant. And R means that making sure the goals are relevant and meaningful. If a goal is relevant, it means that it is worth being pursued. Ask yourself, why do I want to achieve this goal? Like I mentioned before, your value system is extremely, extremely important to having goals that hold meaning to you. Relevant goals are meaningful goals because if you're going after something that's not meaningful, um, then that goal is sure to fail let's say if i am someone who um actually in fact this is pretty much a realistic example i'm someone who is currently a computer science student right so if i start aiming that i want to be extremely knowledgeable about law that is a perfectly logical goal but does it hold meaning to me? I saw my friend, I talked to my friend, and I think I learned that they are someone who's trying to get into the field of law plus technology, but and that kind of sparked that interest in me, or not even sparked that interest in me, but sparked that feeling of comparison in me. Um, this is just an example. Um, comparison in me that I should be someone who pursues law plus technology. And that goal doesn't hold any sort of personal meaning to me because I defined my personal value system in step one. And I realized like learning about law is not so much of my interest. 
So that goal is very irrelevant because once I start learning about law, I'll instantly know it is a difficult task and I'll face some challenges and my goal will instantly fall apart because it did not hold any personal meaning to me in first place. So make sure the goals you're going after are relevant and meaningful and it is worth being pursued because I ensure you and I guarantee you this is some sort of hard truth that any goal will take some amount of grit, some amount of perseverance and consistency. And to make sure you attain that goal, you need to ensure that goal is worth being pursued. It's not something that holds no personal value to you and you're only going after because you thought it's a good thing to go after, right? So this sort of ties into having personal meaning and why do I want to achieve this goal, which we specified or answered in the S stage of SMART goals. Okay, the last one is T, which stands for timely. This one is extremely important. It is very important to give goals a time frame. So this way you can plan the steps needed to achieve the goals before time right and the time it will take for each step by putting a time frame on each goal you're also motivating yourself to achieve it because you set a, set yourself a, a deadline to work towards it so ask yourself when will i complete this goal what can i do today to get started so having this mental timeline of when do you want to achieve the goal by sort of helps you plan out the mini steps needed to achieve that goal, right? Like I'm pretty sure if you're trying to, let's say, reach the next level in your career, it's not just like that's that's not just one goal. It takes about 10 steps. You'll need to network with people. You'll need to fix what you're doing right now. You'll need to understand what that role will entail. So all those steps fall underneath that big goal and you need to set a timeline time on each of those mini goals and a relevant timeline because if your long-term six-month goal is to have that job, then probably the mini steps will take one month each. So having that mental timeline will make a concrete plan and have a concrete have ensure that you have a concrete plan of when do you want to achieve the goal by and how will you achieve it. So with the timeline, it really makes the goal a lot more realistic because you know exactly when you're aiming for. Now, I'm going to go back. A, I'm going to take a step back and talk about short-term goals versus long-term goals. So the SMART goals strategy can be used for your short-term goals, such as a certain kind of position that you're trying to get in the short term. And then there's a long-term version and long-term implication or your long-term definition of success. Um, what is it that you're trying to make out of, of your life, right? Like, I know this is a pretty big question and it requires a lot of self-reflection, but trust me, you would rather answer it right now than to reflect upon it 10 years and know that you never put a timeline on when do you want to be successful by, right? So define your short go short-term goals using the SMART technique and then do the same for your long-term goals. See where do the short-term goals fit into the long-term ones and using this, doing the SMART technique for your mini goals and then bigger goals will eventually lead you to your personal definition of success in the long-term. So I'm going to go back and just say that 
Success doesn't have to mean in its traditional sense having a certain kind of car, house, or whatever the society thinks it is. Success needs to have and should have a personal meaning to who you are. And once you figure that out, make sure that you set those specific smart goals for your long-term success so that you know exactly when you're successful and you know exactly what success feels like to you. You can visualize it and you can allow it to be your North Star that guides you every single day and makes you push forward through all the hurdles and challenges that you face day to day. So I hope this episode helps you out. Make sure that you literally sit down with the journal and answer all of these questions because I do understand this will take some self-reflection, but it is for you to decide what success looks like for you and for and no one else. And once you have the personal definition of success, I ensure you that you will feel a lot more unique and you will have a very unique value to add to others and to your goals. So thank you so much for listening in. I hope this helps you out and go on and create that success for yourself. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for sharing your time and energy with the Unique You podcast. I'm grateful to have been a part of your day. Hopefully what I shared with you today will not only resonate with you, but will also help you on the journey we share to help others escape their unnecessary suffering. If this episode did help you today, then be sure to share it with someone else you know will need it. That mission you and I share will only be achieved when we share with others what has helped us. I hope I can help you further in creating a wholesome life after graduation and make your transition into adulthood smoother. You can always find me at A-O-N-U-S-H-K-A at mystinct.com. That is M-I-S-T-I-N-C-T dot com. Or sign up for the free summit we have coming up called the Blueprint for Life After College Summit. And this is your complete guide to a wholesome life. So I hope to see you in the summit and you can find it on my website, M-I-S-T-I-N-C-T again dot com. So it's mystinct.com. I hope to see you there, my friend. Take care.